God of the glory, today is the day that the Lord has made. We will rejoice and be glad in it. Father, we thank you for your mercy. Thank you for your grace. Thank you for your love. Thank you, Lord Jesus. In Jesus' mighty name, we have worship. And so, Father, we bless your name. We thank you. All glory belongs to you. All honor belongs to you. Let your word bring blessing to us in the name of Jesus. Thank you for all that you have done. Thank you for what you will do today. Take all the glory forever. In Jesus' name, we have prayed. And the saints say, believe in amen. Please be seated. God bless you in Jesus' name. I will not take much of your time. And at the same time, I will not say because you are celebrating my birthday and I will not preach the word. I think I told the workers in the morning that one of the reasons why I'm doing Thanksgiving is for evangelism. I use everything I have to proclaim the name of Jesus. And if you are here on Friday when the students were having fellowship, thanking God for the body, we raise altar call and so many people dedicated their life to Christ. Every opportunity we have to thank God, we are using it to preach Jesus to somebody that is feeling that God is nowhere or God is not near. And I want to thank God for those so many wonderful things you have said about me. And I want to thank God for that brother that said he lost his job and I was thinking about committing suicide. He came to church. He believed in the word. He prayed to God and the Lord answered him. Maybe we have one or two people like that in the church this afternoon. You are at a very low state of your life. You are thinking that God is not working. Things are not moving. I want to encourage you that God is still on that your project. God is still working on you. And God will perfect all that concerns you in Jesus' name. I want to be rest assured that the testimony that I have can be repeated in your life. Please, I'd like you to believe that it's not because I'm born with liver spoon, it's because I have a better parent, or it's because I come from another region, or because I have this special lucky thing they talk about. None of the above. The only thing that makes my life pleasant and beautiful is because I gave my life to Jesus. And Jesus has managed my life very, very well. And I'm pleased appealing to all of you to be patient with Jesus. Listen to the word. The word will work wonders in your life. And all of us will be blessed together in Jesus' name. Genesis chapter 18 verse 18. Genesis chapter 18 verse 18. I will be mentioning most of the verses before you read it. So just follow me and write it down. Genesis chapter 18 verse 18. Isaiah 54, verse 1 and 2. Revelation chapter 3, verse 8. Genesis chapter 8, verse 18 says, I know that Abraham will become a great nation, and all the nations of the heart will be blessed through him. I want to point to your neighbor and say, I know I will be great. God said that I will be great. All the nations of the heart will be blessed through me. Say, believe in amen. Amen. 
Isaiah 54 says, enlarge the place of your tent. He said, you will not be disappointed. Many beautiful things will come into your life. You forget the shame of your childhood. It doesn't matter what you have gone through before or what you have gone through or things that did not work. God will bring He will restore you fully. And you'll be blessed abundantly in Jesus' name. Revelation chapter 3 verse 8 says, I know that you are weak, but behold, I've opened a door before you which no man can shut. I pray you are going to enjoy that open door in Jesus' name. What does it take to have testimony and to have enlargement and to have open door? Number one, it takes faith in the Lord. Faith. Mark chapter 9 verse 23 says, If you can believe, all things are possible to him that believeth. Friend, let me tell you today, your best friend is the person that helps you to believe God. Your worst enemy is the person that helps you to doubt God. Believing God as prophets. Anybody that believes in the name of the Lord shall be saved. They will have blessing. Believing is the one thing that guarantees greatness in life. You cannot be great when you refuse to believe God. First John chapter 4 verse 4 says, Little children, greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. There is no temptation, no mountain, no problem that you are facing that can conquer you if you dare to believe God. I don't care what you are going through, but with faith in God, all things are possible. First John 5 verse 4 says, This is the victory that overcomes the world. Even our faith. Your faith can overcome any mountain. There is no insurmountable mountain. You can overcome obstacle. You can prove critics wrong. You can look at people that say you cannot succeed. And succeed right in their presence. God can prepare a table before you in the presence of your enemy. I tell you this afternoon, your cup will run over. What it takes is believing in God. Where do I get this faith? Romans chapter 3 verse 3 says, God has given all of us a measure of faith. If God has given you a measure of faith, that means God has given you a seed of greatness. That means God has given you victory over your temptation. That means God has given you an open door. With the key of faith that God has given you, keep using it. Don't give up. And very soon, You'll be a testimony to everybody around you in Jesus' name. Number two things that guarantee greatness in life is gratitude. It does not matter how small you are, always be thankful. Because when you are thankful, you are actually open, opening doors for greatness. Psalm 103 verse 1 to 3 says, Bless the Lord, O my soul, and do not forget his benefits. It is easier to forget than to remember the benefit of serving the Lord. I said yesterday that I came in here after the student have cleaned the church and I said, Father, I thank you for this building because we don't have any debts. 
anywhere around our neck. We have never borrowed money from the bank. Lord, we are grateful. Somebody said, but what are we going to put inside? God has provided the building. He will provide something to put inside. Just be grateful for where you are and you get to where God is taking you to. Gratitude is number two seed that guarantees greatness in life. Can I tell you something? Somebody said, I don't have an anger issue. I'm always very happy. I'm always anxiety. I'm always laughing. One of the things that gives me joy is gratitude. I'm always thankful for everything that God has given to me. Always thankful. I don't look at what I've not achieved. I don't compete with anybody. Some of you that work with me for years, if I discover a friend is pushing me too hard, I will abandon that friend. Can I also shock you? I don't believe that there is success in crowd. I believe your greatest success is joy. And joy comes from gratitude. It's not about what people about, say about you that guarantee joy. It's about what you think about yourself, what God has done for you. Somebody say, by now, we should be doing this. By, I said, do you know where we are coming from? By now, we are doing much. What, what is the church doing? I said, we are doing a lot. More than what people think we could do. You say, I don't see what we are doing. I can see all that we are doing. The first Osun-based church to have College of Education. The first Osun-based church to have Grace College of Science and Technology. The first Osun-based church to register and apply for university. Every other church that does something like us, they have headquarters in Lagos. That is the truth. We are doing much. You should be grateful for where you are if you want to go far. Lift up your five loaves and two more fishes and say, Lord, I am grateful. You have done so much for me. And you see how you will open the windows of heaven to bring more blessing to you. Nehemiah chapter 8, verse 10 say, You will not be sorrowful or pitiful today. He said, For the joy of the Lord is the source of your strength. How do you get joy from the Lord? When you come to church, Come with a heart of gratitude, not a heart of criticism. You have come here to thank God for your life, not for any other person. No, no man after the flesh. Lord, I am going to church on Sunday. I'm thanking you for Johnny Mercy. People that do not see what is right about God, we never find a reason to thank God genuinely. The life that we are living now is far, far better than the life our father lived. I don't know about the country, but my own life is better than the life of my father. I'm telling you the truth. I know where I came from. I am not ashamed of where I came from. I use it to thank God. The life I'm living now is better than the past years in my life. As far as I am concerned, this is the best body I will ever have. I am happy. I am excited. I am joyful. Every new year is a plus for me because I will always be grateful. When the youth were dancing here some years ago, youth fellows were dancing here and they were doing bad day for me. And we all had uh, Ankara and Co. 
That Ankara, the cost of that Ankara was maybe 1,000 per yard. You know? I was happy dancing and jubilating. People say, oh, that is the best. But look at today now. It's not only the youth that I have here that are rejoicing with me. I have coppers here. I have students of Grace College of Education. I have so many members, people that are here thanking God for what God has done. And that is the way it is for everyone that we thank God for where he is. Don't find a reason to complain. You have complained enough. Nothing is entering your life. Change the motive. Change, change the gear. Change your perspective. Change your attitude. And say to yourself, Egbona, I should thank God. My life is better than some people's life now. Somebody wrote me a letter with business with business uh, number. I don't know who the person is. He said, Pastor, I've never told you this. But all my life, I've always prayed to be like you. Now, if God hear that in heaven and I'm complaining, he will slap me. I'm complaining about my life and somebody said, he's secretly praying that he will be like me. That if I'm just like you, I'm okay. And that is the way we are in life. Where you are complaining, somebody is thanking God for it. That if I ever get to your position in life, I'll be fulfilled. That's why all of us must be grateful. God will never permit anyone that is complaining to be around him. He has done so much for you. He has done so much for me. He has been faithful in managing our life very well. Where we are is good enough to be grateful. Where we are is good enough to be grateful. Because if you think some things are not working, the only reason why some things are still working is because God is still involved. You are not in the graveyard today. You are hungry, thank God. Some people, they have lost appetite. Oh, you are not hungry, thank God. Some people cannot control their stomach. In everything, the Bible says we should find the reason. So thank God. It's a conscious effort. Lord, I thank you for this morning. I thank you for my life. I thank you for my connection. By showing love to the Lord. That's what we guarantee greatness. Malachi chapter 2, verses 1 to 2. He said, if you will not put it to heart to thank me, I will curse your blessing. I pray God will not curse your blessing in Jesus' name. Please, don't use more money to attract curses. Isaiah chapter 12, verse 3. The Bible says, it is with joy. That you are going to draw water from the well of salvation. So, and what gives joy is gratitude. You are asking me today, what's the secret of your excitement, of you smiling? I'm always grateful and thankful. That's why I'm happy. Anytime you look at life with a heart of gratitude, you will have joy. And I pray forever you have joy in Jesus' name. When it is small, thank God. When it is big, thank God. When it's growing, thank God. When it has grown, thank God. When you are full of thanksgiving, you will be full of joy. When you are full of joy, you will draw more from the Lord.
And I pray you always be happy in Jesus' name. As my custom, I'll give you number three. Number three. Number three things that guarantee greatness is enlightenment. Don't sit in darkness. Seek enlightenment. Seek information. You know, in this part of the world, we believe in juju. Anything that is successful. Ah, one dog one see me. This is an era of information. Ogbonta and science is information. Church is a place where we are loaded with information. Church is a place where we are relating with the high and mighty. Church is a place where we have access to get information from people. Please, nothing will stop you from walking to Engineer Daily and say, please, Engineer Daily, how much did you buy your fencer? He will not lie. He will tell you. You can get free shopping in church. If you are good and you have a good heart, you can approach anybody that is living well or doing well or dressing well to copy them. It's very easy. And I've applied this principle of enlightenment in every area of my life. That's what I made my life beautiful. I don't care whether you care for me or you don't care for me. I don't care. Whether you greet me or you don't greet me. Whether you like me or you don't like me. What I care about is what you know that I don't know. And I want to learn from it. And I do that to everybody around me. Because I want to get information. Professor Jiro walked to church one day with a fine dressing, a good one. And I say, I like your dressing. Who is that tailor that you have just gotten that made this one for you? Who is that one? And he laughed. He said, ah, Pastor, this one, I can't recommend him for you. I said, why? He said, if he sold one for you, he will lose one. I said, it doesn't matter. The one he sold, we pay for the other one. That's to tell you, when I want to get information, I will go all length to get it. They now told me that it is uh, Engineer Wale. I will advise you wait for Engineer Wale to come and introduce you himself because you can give him two dress and one will be lost. I said, I don't care. So I called Engineer Wale. And Engineer Wale drove the man to my office and said, This is my pastor. His clothes must not be missing. <laughs> And the man had massive respect for me. It's like, the moment he saw me, he just loved me. He would say, Pastor, don't worry. I've made clothes for you. Come and pick it. He will make all man. That's why you see, my wardrobe just changed. One day, I wore one of those dresses I've been wearing before to his office. He looked at me and laughed. <laughs> And I never know somebody has been Pastor Jevon Lorum. But you know, if I'm somebody told Dinu, I say, I don't care. I will not ask for information that will make life better. And I discover his price is even cheaper or the same with my former tailor. Imagine, oh, imagine. But you know, we've been together like this, but we know if we share information. There was a time I told my member, Four of you are building at the same time. You don't need to buy wood. At the, let's wait for each other. 
Tamba koni liye ni kan, kan kolo liye lomi. Contribute together. Share information. Say, Pastor, mon koli emo jenye kbo. Who is the enemy in your father's house? Anybody that is keeping information away from you, is keeping greatness and blessing away from you. One day, in this place, we woke up. We saw cars loading students, buses loading students to this place. I call my staff. We sought for information. We got information. We got connected. And the gatekeepers, they brought the student to us. Don't think that, ah, is a lie. What you need to be blessed is information. Right? So, and when you see somebody that is doing what you want to do, ask them. Ask them. Some of them in the church, they are so generous with information. They are so generous. They will tell you, oh, shiny buy, oh, shiny buy. And that will save you a lot of money. I gave a testimony on, on Friday. I said, I was planning to start a fresh registration of Grace College of Excellence and Technology with NAPTEC, National Board for Technical Education in Kaduna. I have started. If I have paid, I have applied. And they got to the middle. And somebody called me. He said, I heard something. I said, what does he tell me? He said, the other certificate that you have, Gray City, College of Technology, you can use that certificate. Just write them that you are using that name. Now, you are not bearing that name that used to bear. After all, you don't have students under Grace College of Technology. Send them a letter, wrote them a proposal, and tell the NBT that you are changing your former certificate to this certificate. I said, is that possible? He said, yes. Write to them and change. So I wrote. They give me the money. I gave him the money. He went there. Two, three weeks later, they wrote me that you are no longer Grace City. You are now Grace College of Science and Technology. And that has saved me millions of naira. Just one information can save you from trouble. Some people will say, I don't care what you know until you know how much you care. I say, foolish man. What he knows can take care of you more than how he cares. Let him tell you and share with you what he knows. Maybe what he knows will settle your trouble. There are some things you don't know. You need enlightenment. You need information to move up. You need information. And we should share information at all time. Share with people. Anytime you are confronted with a problem, call somebody, I'm confronted with this problem. I call schools. When they remove first subsidy, I said, calling schools. What's your coping strategy? What are you going to do? I call consultants for advice. There was one I brought from Akure. I said, come, come and teach me. And he taught me. And his ideas. He's using more, he's, he's yielding more than enough results that I expected. How much did I give him? 20,000 naira. Just by hearing things about him. Don't just close doors on information. Second Corinthians chapter 4, verse 3 to 6. He said, if our gospel is hid, is hid from those who that are lost, in whom the God of this world has closed their mind 
lest the light of the glorious gospel of Christ should shine unto them. He said, for we do not preach ourselves. We preach the gospel of Jesus Christ. And his light has shined in our hearts. If you say you are a believer and you are living in darkness, you are not better than the devil's child. A child of God should be intelligent, should be enlightened. You should seek information, pray for information. Daniel said, give me time, let me go and pray. God will enlighten me. For we do not preach ourselves but Christ. And you know Christ is the light of the world. The Lord and ourselves, your bond servant for Jesus' sake. Verse 6, put on verse 6. Verse 6, quickly verse 6. Verse 6. For it is the God who commanded light to shine out of darkness, who has shone in our heart to give the light of the knowledge of the glory of God in the face of Jesus. The light. And that's why anytime you come to church, you should also open your mind. Don't say, is it not the word of God? The word of God is the light of God. And the light shineth in darkness, and the darkness comprehended it not. Open your mind to the gospel, to the light. And your life can never be the same again in Jesus' name. Luke chapter 14, verse 28. Is there anyone that wants to be the tower that will not sit down? Consult. Gather information. Whether he has enough resources to build. Luke chapter 15, verse 17. The prodigal boy, when he came to the end of himself, the Bible says he taught. He gathered information. There are higher servants in my father's house that are enough bread to eat and to spare. Genesis chapter 13, verse 14 to 15. Lift up your eyes and see. Seek information. Seek knowledge. All the land that you see, I will give it to you. In other words, once you are informed, nobody can stop you. Once you are informed, you become unstoppable. Knowledge brings deliverance. You will know the truth and the truth will set you free. Seek information. Pray for enlightenment. Don't sit in darkness. Seek information. Because in the multitude of information, cancer, yes, what? There is safety. That's what Proverbs says. There is safety. In the multitude of counsel and adequate information, there is safety. We are limited because we are not seeking information on how we can help our life. Most of us, we have more than what is necessary to be great, but we are not seeking information. We are not seeking information. And as you seek information, surely you'll be great in Jesus' name. I've given you three things in my heart today. Number one, is faith. Always have a mind that believes God. No matter how low you may be, just say, I believe my Redeemer lives. I believe victory at last. I believe God is on my side. I believe God will do it. I believe my prayer will not be in vain. I believe my hand has not come. I believe I will not die prematurely. I believe the path of the just like a shining light that get better and get better. Until that, always believe. That's number one. Number two, gratitude. As you are believing, thank you so much. Thank you so much. Always be thanking him for the journey. And he will add more glory to you. Number three, don't sit in darkness. 
even as we are thanking God, always seek knowledge. Is there a better way? Is there a better option? Is there anything I can do? Is there anything that will help me? When you are somebody that is always seeking information, your path will always be opening up. Because what closes door is darkness. What opens door is light. In Acts of the Apostles chapter 12, the Bible said the light shined upon, upon uh, Peter in the prison. And the, the, the angel said, let us go. And all the doors were opening for them in their own accord. Once light come upon you, doors open for you easily. I pray for every one of you under the sound of my voice this, this afternoon. You will not sit in darkness. Amen. You will enjoy the light of God. Amen. You will enjoy the light of the gospel. Amen. You will enjoy information that will make you great. Amen. Rise upon your feet. Rise upon your feet. Raise your hands to heaven. And pray with expectation. Lord, give me information that will bless my life. That will transform my life. That will change my story. Information that will make me get better. Lord, help me to seek that information and to get that information in the name of the power of God is here. And if you pray that prayer, God will help you. He will link you, will connect you with information that will transform you. Lord, help me. Lord, help me. Lord, help me. Lord, help me to explore the available information that will bring blessing to me. Lord, help me to explore and to explore in the mighty name of Jesus. Lord Jesus, help me to seek information, to seek information and to be an enlightened person. I don't want to sit in darkness. I want to see your light. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. Let's do this together. Raise your two hands to heaven. Not just because of me, because of your life. Say, Lord, I thank you for the journey so far. I thank you for year 2023. Just thank him. You don't know what he's going to do before the end of today. Lord, I thank you. I know you, Lord. You have done so well. You have done so well for me. Lord, I'm grateful. Please, let's do it from the bottom of our heart. Please, forget about what he has not done. Let's thank him. Thank you, Jesus. I will not murmur. I will not complain. I will be grateful. I will appreciate you. Go ahead. Go ahead and just thank him. Let's do it well. Gratitude gives back to joy. Gratitude gives back to joy. Gratitude gives back to joy. For all you have done for us, hallelujah, we are grateful. Oh, what is the meaning? Do you know this year, by his grace, we have not buried anyone, and we travel. Thank God for engineering, just, just coming all the way from where Nasarawabi, Lafia. For my body, just coming. God has kept us alive. We should be grateful now. There are some places they conduct burial services. We are not using it to mock them. We are just thanking God. Please raise your hands to heaven. For all you have done. 
Come from your mouth, always shall be tear to bury. be tear bad day. Modupe be tear, mommy, Lord. Please let's be humble today. The humble will be grateful. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Ko wobi moshe huwa. Ko wobi moshe she. Ko fie she midamile jo. Lord, I am grateful. For all that you have done for me, Lord, I am grateful. Oluweshe, eshe lopo, 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 lopo. Bogbo inu minimofin dupe, bigbo guarami batiaha. Please, let's give it to God and appreciate Him. Lord, we thank you for the choir. We thank you for the children. We thank you. For the women, we thank you. For the men, we thank you. For the ushers, we thank you. For the technical, we thank you. For our journeys, we thank you. For our heads, we thank you. For all that you have done for this house, we thank you. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Lord, we are grateful. In Jesus' name, we have worshipped. All of you, open your eyes and look at me. Please look at me and I want you to concentrate wherever you are. Look at me. I'm begging you in the name of God Almighty. Use everything to believe God, not to doubt Him. The only pleasure you can give God is to believe Him. It can't be greater than He is today. He's the same yesterday, today, and forever. But when you believe him, you make him happy. I don't know the project in your hand. Tucker came to me one day in the office. He said, Daddy, I have a problem. I said, what's your problem? I have a problem of 10,000. I pay to do diploma in library study. They cannot find it. And I need money. And the thing we close, I said, 10,000. Ah. I said, look, as you are talking to me now, I have a problem of 400,000. I have an idea that I want to use 400,000 for. But to let you believe that God can do it for you, I take 10,000. She was believing God 
for 10,000. That same money, somebody gave me a proposal of a business I wanted to do and I needed 400,000 and I don't know where to get it. So I said, come on, I'm believing God for my own 400,000. But because you can believe that, 10,000 is a small thing for God to do that. I gave him and I drove out. I got to Arambore Pass. My phone rang. My friend Victor in London says, I don't know what is wrong with me. My mind has been on you. I said, your mind. Your mind wants you to give me money. <laughs> he asked me, how much is your mind say I should give you? I said, 400,000. He said, no, 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 he must tell me. Are you serious? I said, I can never be in trouble. I have business I want to do. I'm not in trouble. I have money to eat. I have money to spare. But I need money to do this business. He said, ah, and I don't know whether I should give you. I said, you better know now. That day, I believe that phone set is a miracle set. He called me back in five minutes. I've transferred the 400,000 to your hand. I gave you. I did not know you. Please, I am begging you under God. Don't, there's nothing impossible for God to do. You, I don't tell you that I have the answer how God will do it. I don't have the answer. If I tell you that, ah, I know it's a lie. God works in mysterious ways. He has more than one million ways to answer your problem. He has it. Please, I want to give him the opportunity of working wonders in your life. Don't sit beside this comfort. Don't sit among people that will tell you that hey, God is nowhere to be found. He's a liar. God is right there in your heart. God is right there around you. God is in you to do wonder. Greater is he that is in you than the problem that you have now. There is something greater in you. Every problem you have is custom made. The Bible says there is no temptation that is taking you except that which is common to man. God will not allow something that is bigger than you to come to you. God knows that if you give talk about 400,000 problems, you will not be able to handle it. So God gave her 10,000. She has a problem of 10,000 that time. I had a problem of 400,000. God knew I can handle it. He just wanted me to trust him. Whatever you are facing now is because you can handle it. Don't give up on God. Don't say I'm giving up. You will never give up. You will make it. You will excel. You will get to the topmost top. Some years back, I'm just, I, I, I ran on you, I'm going to pray. I don't know whether it was a dream that I have or a fear that I had. They were doing the confirmation of my appointment in Lautech. I, I don't know how the devil made me to doubt that that thing, God can do it. I don't know. I just became so fearful. Just confirmation. So I ran to a phone booth. In those days, they have phone booths. And I called my guy and said, why did you do my confirmation? Why did you do my confirmation? He laughed. He said, who told you that you didn't do your confirmation? We have confirmed you. It has been done. It's approved. I said, was I dreaming? Why did I now start having that mind that you are not going to do it? 
say, don't mind yourself. We will not confirm you. You are important to us now. We don't want you to go. I said, I'm important to you. I closed the phone and I came back to my house and I said, so I am important to them. And I was afraid that what they are going to say at my back will affect my confirmation. I became rest assured. You know, after I left Lautech, I will look at the letter they used to write to me. You have been promoted. I said, ah, a minute, I see. <laughs> there is no problem that you are facing now that you are not greater than. What you are going through now will be a testimony in your mouth. Please raise your hands to heaven. Say the challenges that I'm facing now. If you are not going to pray any prayer, please pray this prayer on my body. It will be a testimony tomorrow in my life. In the name, pray that prayer. Use as a prayer point. You are going to remember when Pastor was doing fifty seventh birthday. I pray that this problem of lack, this problem of sickness, this problem of barrenness, this problem of no door opening for me. I say it's going to be a testimony. Lord, let it become a testimony. I believe you can do it. If you can believe God for it, you can receive it right now. You can receive your miracle right now. You can receive your blessing right now. You can receive your favor right now. You can receive your increase right now. Right, right, right now. Whatever it is. I want to believe God. Whether it's for job, whether it's for promotion, whether it's for enlargement, whether it's for house, somebody's harassing you. Something's harassing me. I say, why me? Say, I know, Lord, with you on my side, greater is he that is in me than he that is in the world. I have victory over this battle. I have victory over this mountain. I have victory over this issue. In the mighty name of Jesus, greater is he that is in me. I have victory. I have testimony. God is on my side. Favor is on my side. Answers on my side. Doors are opening for me. In the name of Jesus. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayer. Please close your eyes. Let me pray for some people. I know I have taken so much of your time, but I want you to please close your eyes and say, Lord, I want to give my life to you because I know you can help me. I believe you can do it for me. Raise your hand to heaven. Let me pray for you. Thank you. Thank you. Raise it very high. Please don't look at anybody. Just raise your hand very high. Raise it. I want to pray for you specially. Come out. Come out wherever you are. Come, please come. Don't be ashamed of anybody. Just come. Come, come, sir. Come, please. Wherever you are, just come. Just come. I'm praying for you specially because you are asking God for something special and going to do it for you right now. Wherever you are, raise up your hand. Come. 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 Wherever you are. Come quickly, 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 quickly. I'm still waiting for you. I'm waiting for you. If you raise up your hand, Come, knee down, knee down, and say, Lord Jesus, please come, come. I'm waiting. Thank you. Thank you for coming. I'm still waiting, please. I'm still waiting. You raise up your hand. You are praying for something special. Don't be ashamed of anything or anybody. Your life is your life. So come, I'm waiting. I'm waiting. I'm waiting. I'm waiting. And I want you to mean what you are saying and say what you mean. Sincerely from the depth of your heart today. Say, Lord Jesus, I want to do it for me. I commit my life into your hand. I ask you to help me. You are not doing this because of friend. You are not doing this because many people are coming. You are doing this because you love the Lord. Because you love the Lord and you are committing your life into the Lord. I want to say it with a sense of responsibility. And say, today is my day. Today, I choose to believe you. I choose to believe you. 
and I handle everything over to your hand. Lord Jesus, help me. Help me and help me to follow you in the name of Jesus. I don't care what the enemy plan against me, but I know you have a good thought towards me and I'm going to follow you all the rest of my life. Thank you, Lord Jesus. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. Father, with every sense of humility, everything that these people carry that looks so big, Father, with your anointing and power, dissolve it and level it in the name of Jesus. Perform your miracles in their life in the name of Jesus. I entrusted my life into your hand and you have helped me. Father, more than the way you have helped me, help this one greatly in life in the name of Jesus. And don't let them be small in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' name we have prayed. Please stand up. Look at me. Today, I become your adopted father. And please feel free to come to me. I will have time to pray with you, to talk to you, and to counsel you. And I will mentor you to where God wants you.